0: what the fuck what the fuck yoga welcome, welcome to, to what the, the fuck, fuck yoga, yoga podcast. podcast i'm your host anna and i'm your other host katie welcome back to part two of what the fuck are
1: yogic texts part two yeah yeah we didn't even know we were gonna have a part we two. didn't this is a
0: surprise for us and for you yeah so it's, same day for us different day for yeah, you this is
1: literally 10 minutes after we finished um but we're, we thought it was kind of to of us really to, long. to throw all the texts at you for over an hour. So yeah. we're breaking it up. Um, so last week, we spoke about the Rig Veda and the Upanishads. Yeah. Um, so I, we just want to give you a little catch up in case you forgot. Um, the Rig Veda was a collection of hymns focusing on the importance of a ritual. And also, it,
0: it's the oldest known written reference to the practice of yoga. The Upanishads are the philosophical outcome of the Vedas, uh, scripture explaining the non dualistic nature of God. So, the concept that God can be found everywhere. We are all one. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's so it. So, let's
1: go ahead and dive right into the last three. Yeah. The Bhagavad Gita is our next text. Yay.
0: Woo! I and love
1: this one. This one was written between 500 and 600.
0: CE. It's the only one I understand.
1: (laughs) That's why I like it. It's all I understand.
0: I just feel like it's like the most easily understood, most comprehensible. I can't speak. Sorry. Allegories are, it's
1: an allegory, and allegories are written the way they are um, to help us understand things more clearly. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, right. Because, like, allegory of a cave. I think that was Plato. Oh, yeah. Not a,
0: it was Plato. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That was a gas in the wild.
1: <laughs> Nailed it. Um, but these allegories are written to compare something very um, esoteric or confusing yeah. to something that we can tangibly understand. Ah, okay. Yeah. Like a simile. A simile. A simile. Cool. Cool. So the Bhagavad Gita um, is one section of the Mahabharata that describes uh, the Hindu god Krishna's teachings for the three paths of yoga. And those three paths are bhakti, which means devotion, karma, which is service, and janana, which is knowledge. And we talked about this
0: in our schools of yoga. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Uh, So the Gita is basically an inner dialogue between self and capital S self. (laughs) So like yourself and your higher self. Uh, and it's presented by our hero, or the main character, Arjuna. Is it Arjuna or Arjuna?
1: I think Arjuna Arjuna sounds Arjuna
0: prettier. Sounds prettier. <laughs> so we'll say Arjuna. Hopefully we're not offending anybody. It makes me
1: think of Oju, like you have Oju. with prime rib.
0: I don't even know what Oju is. It's basically glorified broth. Okay. Yeah. So our main character, Arjuna, uh, is having a conversation with the god Krishna. And we'll give you like a really quick backstory um, of what the text is about or what their conversation is about. Oh, and it's kind of written like
1: fiction. So it feels like a story when you're reading it. So just keep that in mind while Anna
0: gives you the... Like a play. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, it's like written kind of like a play. So Arjuna is a prince who has no choice but to face battle to protect his family and kingdom. Um, The stakes are really high, and to make matters worse and more complicated, he has to fight against two of his greatest teachers and also, like, other family members. Okay. (laughs) Dog (laughs) incoming. Incoming dog. Okay. Delaney. (laughs) So as Arjuna and his army march into battle, everything pauses. Like, literally, it's like you hit the pause button. And this great dialogue unfolds between Arjuna, Arjuna, and Krishna. And Krishna, I believe, is his chariot driver, right? He's like his. Oh, yeah.
1: Is, is, isn't Krishna a God?
0: Yes, but he's he actually like beside Uber's him. Uber on his. Business. Yeah, he's the Uber driver <laughs> on the side. Everybody's getting yeah. a, little, a little side cash. Yeah, side no hustle. big deal. Got to got a hustle, you know. Um. So yeah, this conversation unfolds, and that that is basically the, the Gita. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm just thinking like the trailer like in a world <laughs> <laughs> where Krishna must yeah. make extra money driving Uber. I feel like this should have been a movie by now. Yeah, right? Actually. That yeah. Was,
1: how come they like remake it's like Superman 700? I know. And they can't do fucking the, the Bag Baga of data, Yeah. Whatever. Come on, Hollywood example. They have like Bible movies. Yeah, a Bible lot of movies Bible movies, movies galore. And Kirk Cameron is in every
0: single one of them. I don't even know who that is. He was from Growing Pains. Oh yeah. is he in all the Bible movies? He's apparently no super way. Is he super religious? Super yeah,
1: like he, he like only acts in Bible movies? Now, yeah. And okay. he like I just read that he like um somebody who played his girlfriend on Growing Pains, he had her removed because she, okay, Delaney, just lay down on her computer. Oh, no. Um, the rose quartz is down. She had her removed from the show because she wasn't, like, religious enough. One of the major themes throughout the Bhagavad Gita is duty. So those times when you really just kind of need to step up and do your job, even when you don't want to or feel like it's out of your ability. Which, <laughs> it's so hard, though. I know, but that's been me for, like, the last I know. month. I'm just yeah. like, I don't wanna. Yeah. Um, but... There's shit that we got to do, guys. Yeah. So To um,
0: so do it. Pump it
1: up, get motivated, and get your shit done. Yeah. Um, so you can think about the Bhagavad Gita and its theme of duty as your guidebook for living.
0: So um, it's kind of like action versus inaction. So it's better to perform your duty poorly than to be distracted uh, by a job that is someone else's responsibility. So So, uh,
1: a lot of times we, it's like, oh, my duty is to clean the bathroom. (laughs) For today. For today. Yeah. But instead of doing that, it's like, oh, you know what? There's uh, this other thing that I need to get done first. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do that instead. So, or you're picking on your partner's shitty job of cleaning their (laughs) aspect of the house. So if you just stick to what you're supposed to be doing and do it, to the best of your ability, you're at least doing your duty.
0: Yeah, your work. Your work. And it can obviously go much deeper than cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that was very – it was an yeah. allegory. It was an allegory, <laughs> yes. Um, so then like the opposite of this would be inaction, so that you're so full of fear and doubt that you, know, you become stuck. So like I said before, I think that this is the most easily digestible text out of all of the texts that we – discussed and will be discussing today um it, and it's pretty short too it's like a pretty quick read uh the gutenberg project has the entire thing online so you can read it for free and we'll link Great. to it in the show notes yep otherwise you can just order a copy like from amazon for five bucks no big yes. deal
1: because i like paper i do too yeah and i can
0: like sit in the bathtub and read yeah you know? and
1: also i um i love desecrating books like what? I love writing in them. Oh. Like, I love okay. annotating. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. I hate doing that. I love it. And at first, I was like, I can't write in a book. Are you kidding me? Like in high school, they were like, oh, yeah, I write in the columns. I'm like, I, this is a sacred text. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but it's awesome because you can kind of like, it's like having a conversation with a book mm-hmm. and it's very interactive and it turns into somewhat of a journal and you can like, Throw in a sticky note if you want to write a little longer and um yeah, I like it. Yeah, so anno-
0: annotate. Annotate. <laughs> if you're into that. If you're I'm into that. And it reminds me of school, it's probably why I don't do it.
1: Probably. It reminds me of like my favorite classes from school. Oh. Okay. So it's like in a swamp of math and social studies, there was English There's class. Little Katie annotating. Oh. <laughs> Our next text uh is the sutras. So the sutras were written between 100 and 200 CE, although they were um, passed on generation to generation verbally, right. for much longer than that. Yeah. And the sutras are a series of aphorisms or um, short, quick, to-the-point sentences that tell you how to live your life. I love it. I love it. A little burst of knowledge. Yeah. And they discuss how to overcome the mental obstacles. Um, in order to still our minds,
0: AKA meditation,
1: meditation, cause that's again, what it's all about.
0: That's what it's all about. <laughs> um, so again, super quick. We'll give you a little, who do we,
1: uh, think mm-hmm. for Kimpalini's? Patanjali. Yes. Thanks
0: dude. Thanks dude. So he shows us the way to liberation by Ashtanga yoga. Uh, it's a self-disciplining process of concentration and meditation and we're just going to kind of leave it off here for now because, like we said, we're going to dedicate an entire episode to the sutras in a, a few weeks. Yes. Yeah. Soon. Very mm-hmm. soon. Soon, soon. I know you're so excited, but you'll have to wait. <laughs> soon, soon, <laughs> soon. But they are really, really important texts, so um, we could not mention them right. here.
1: They have such an impact on yoga.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll give them their, history their due. That, yeah. We had to give them a little shout out. Shout out. The next text, our last text, is the Hatha Yoga Pradipika. And this was written around 1000 CE, uh, written by this guy named Vanath Yogi Swatmarama. It's quite a name. It is. Yeah. Uh, Pradipika, which is a super fun word, means light or to illuminate. Ha means sun, and tha, or ta, depending on how you pronounce it, means moon. And yoga means to join. So the literal translation is how to join the sun and moon. Well, it's nice. That is nice. It's nice. But a more practical translation is that the title suggests how to move beyond the limitations of everyday reality and join together self and spirit. So, more like a tantric practice. Cool.
1: Sweet. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool. Um, it's perhaps one of the most detailed manuals ever written on the practice of hatha yoga. So, the popular belief nowadays, um, I think we talked about this a little bit the other in, in another yoga. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hatha has kind of become understood as an easy or gentle yoga class, Um, but the OG Hatha yoga... So a million years ago. Quite the opposite. Yeah. So that practice, I mean, even though it was still a handful of asanas, um, the practice demanded complete mastery of those poses and of the physical and mental body through intense physical asana, cleansing rituals, and purifying rituals. Back to those rituals.
0: Back to those rituals. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we? Okay, thank you. (laughs) There are four chapters. I wonder if they're long, because it makes it seem like it's a short text. They're probably pretty long. Yeah. Okay, so there are four long chapters. Uh, The first one is about asana, so that would be your physical postures. Uh, The second is about pranayama, which is breathwork, and shat karma, which is purification of the body. Third chapter, mudras and bandhas. Mudras are hand gestures, yes. right? Hand gestures. And then Bandhas are your locks. so Internal like your, locks. Yeah, your yeah. internal locks, which, which we'll get into makes no time, sense unless, unless yeah. you know what it is. So we'll, <laughs> so we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get to that on another another time. And then the last chapter, of course, is about Samadhi or enlightenment. Uh, we should do that every time. Every we time say we say Samadhi or enlightenment. So we'll uh, just constantly be like, ah. Uh. Yeah, I like it. Uh,
1: so let's talk about shock karma a little. Why? Because it's fun
0: and it's Is it crazy. fun? Uh, no. I don't know what it is. This is a surprise for me. Okay,
1: yes. Oh, don't read ahead. Okay. Okay, don't look okay. at your notes. I'm moving. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I just don't look. So okay. I love this one as a surprise to read to you because I think that I, can't I just want to watch your face while I say some okay. Shit. Um, So shock karma is a, are the cleansing rituals um, that people still use today. There are shock karma centers. Oh. Um, you can go to shock karma retreats. And shot karma is made out of six main cleansing rituals, and they start not super crazy, and then they get really crazy. So the first one, like the most, crazy. the one, the the first two, like I'm like, oh, that's cool, that makes sense to me. I've done yeah. those. So the first one
0: is neti. Okay, I've so never like, done that, but I know no, what it is. Mm-hmm. It's really, uh, it really scares me. Really, Just putting things up my nose. I don't like it. Okay, we'll try it. No, no, yeah, no, I don't want fun. to. Fine, fine. I want to stick your neti pot up my nose. (laughs) It's been washed. It goes through the dishwasher. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Next time I'm sick. Okay, let's do it. Okay. It's harder when you're sick though because you're all
1: clogged up and it doesn't go all the way through at first. Oh. I would do it when you're healthy first. Okay. Get a nice clear pathway through those nasal tunnels. I can't wait. So neti, if you don't know what neti is, um, you use a neti pot which looks like a little teapot. Steve actually uh, put ours, I haven't moved it, he put ours with the tea pots oh my pans, God. Mugs in our kitchen. That's really funny. After the last time I sent it through the dishwasher, um, but you fill it with um a, a salt solution, water and and salt, and then you lean over the sink, or I like to do in the shower, mm-hmm. and then you pour it into into one nostril, and it comes out the other nostril. <clears throat> um, I'm not going to go too in depth and give you the hows. You can look it up. The next way, the next clean cleansing ritual is called tritaka and in this, you stare at a candle flame until your eyes begin to water, and that cleanses all the crap in your eyes. You've done that? Well, I just like, you know, <laughs> you just kind of like force your eyes to stay open as so you long don't as blink. possible. Yeah. It so sounds that, horrible. I don't like it. No. Sometimes you just need to like flush your eyes. Really? Or basically using eye drops. This is Chitaka, right? Okay. I don't know. Just making your eyes water to clear out the junk. Got it.
0: Um not too weird oh, if a little weird. Okay. I yeah, already think it's a little weird. Then
1: you're gonna be in <laughs> for a big surprise. Okay. Uh the next one is kapal Oh I've done that. And oh have you? Yeah. Okay. So this is breath work. It's cleansing with prana, meaning your energy, your breath. Um so you inhale and then you forcefully exhale to purify and oxygenate the body. Not crazy. Now we get crazy. You get
0: lightheaded afterwards though. Yeah. Oh, like I've done yeah.
1: Yeah. That's why breathwork is fun. All the all the effects natural, of natural high, all the good sides of drugs, and without none of the, the bad sides. negative effects. Uh, the next cleansing ritual is called Nauli, mm-hmm. and this is abdominal massage. Uh, it's usually an Ayurvedic Vedic practitioner who delivers the massage, and this is a quote. Um, <laughs> we'll connect this to the. I'll have this in the sources. Pushes That's a oxygens, quote. No, that bards <laughs> me. Okay, uh, the mass. Massage therapist uh, massages the abdomen to, quote, push toxins accumulated in the digestive tract toward the extra- excretory valve, <laughs> a.k.a. Ew. they shove your shit toward your poo hole. Gross. So, again, not really too You crazy. pay someone to do that? Yes. But if you think about it, it's not crazy because that's what we do in child's pose. Yeah. When you go into child's pose, you take deep breaths, you're massaging out the intestines, and shoving the shit toward your belly. I think you hole. do that
0: for infants, too, when they're, like, yeah. constipated. You, oh, like, massage their belly. I
1: do it, too. Yeah? Yeah. It okay. helps. It definitely helps. Okay, so that's not too weird. No, it's not too crazy. Okay. It's weird All to right. have somebody okay. else do it. Yeah. Because, like, you're probably on a massage table, and then, what, you're going to be like, oh, we got applause. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's hitting my
0: excretory valve. <laughs>
1: <now. laughs> okay. Um, the next one is doughty. And there's two methods for dowdy. Okay. 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 I'm She's not looking. She's Sorry. trying to look. Okay. Um, method one: you drink three super salty glasses of water, Ew. and then puke it up.
0: Oh,
1: <gasps> yep. Ew.
0: And I feel like the salty water would just naturally make me puke.
1: Yeah. Well, that's. that's I mean, that's. Point. Yeah. Okay. You're. I don't think you're supposed to have to do anything okay. to get it up. It just after you drink that Great. much water, you're ready to throw up. Yeah. Um. Then you wait and you repeat and then you wait <sighs> and then you repeat. What the fuck? Yes. What the fuck yoga? Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Method two, uh, I'm just going to read this verbatim from this website because wow. Uh, Wash, rinse, and boil the cloth well. Keep it in a container of warm water while you're practicing. Squat with the heels on the ground and the buttocks off the ground (laughs) or resting on a brick or something of the same height. Relax the body. Keep the cloth spread and not folded as you use it. Uh, Just a little interjection. They're talking about like a long piece of it's like a couple inches wide and like several feet long. So it's like a oh, strip of Oh, that's the cloth. weird
0: pictures you sent me. Yes. <laughs> I was like what the hell is
1: in this guy's mouth? Happy day. A long cloth. Got yes. it. Um keep the cloth spread and not folded as you use it. Spread one end over the tongue and start swallowing the cloth. <gasps> what? If it catches in the throat and will not pass down, take a sip of warm water, but do not drink a large quantity. The stomach is to be filled with the cloth what? And not with water. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up just thinking about this. Just wait. The cloth tends to stick in the lowest part of the throat, so Oh my god, it's like making me want to gag. I hate this. <laughs> the cloth tends to stick in the lowest part point of the throat, oh so keep swallowing it and resist the urge to vomit. Once the cloth passes a little further down the esophagus, the pro- the problem will end. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Well, I don't know, you have a whole cloth in your stomach. Yeah. That's, I your think prob- that's the problem. <laughs> Leave the remaining few inches hanging out of the mouth and stand up, ready to practice Nuali. So again, Nuali is that abdo- abdominal massage. The cloth can be left in the stomach for 5 to 20 minutes, but no longer. Practice Dashana, I don't know, a, a couple, oh, um, do Nuali, so massage your stomach, and do that for about 5 to 10 uh-huh. minutes. That's sufficient to clean the stomach. So you're actually like scrubbing your stomach stomach. with that cloth. I'm having anxiety right now. But wait, can you end it? Sit again in the squatting position and remove
0: the cloth. Yeah, and then pull it out the fucking tape. So you don't throw up. You're not supposed to throw up. No,
1: you're just supposed to pull this nasty, dirty, like stomach acid cloth out of your stomach. Just. How is that safe on your esophagus? I don't
0: think that's safe also, at all. If you don't like please don't do this.
1: Uh, don't know. And people do this like under supervision. So yeah. if you really want to, go find somebody no, who just does it.
0: Don't do please, it. Please don't do it. <laughs>
1: please don't do it. But wait, there's more. Oh great. So the sixth uh, method of um purification or cleansing is called basti. And in Basti, a pipe is used to reach the bottom Jesus. of the stomach and manually pull out any impurities like undigested food particles and viscous humors, a.k.a. bile and stomach acid. And again, I'm just going to read the good parts of this. First of all, apparently you're supposed to do this in a river, but if the <laughs> river's not available, okay. you can use a bucket or a basin of water. Um, so you start by inserting in a catheter into the rectum. <laughs> Traditionally, yes, a bamboo it's already tube so good. Yep. <laughs> Traditionally, they use bamboo tubes, but you can use plastic tubing if, you're, if that's fun. Um, if that's your thing. If that's your thing. And lubricate it with beeswax. Okay. It doesn't seem lubricating.
0: No, it doesn't it's seem sticky. lubricating at all.
1: Yeah. Or a non irritating oil like Vaseline or ghee. And then you insert that tube into the anal passage and squat over a bucket or a basin. You exhale. An an okay,
0: oot-catusna. sorry, I'll stop reading. <laughs>
1: um, so if the water's not sucked up, apparently when you fold over, the water just sucks up through the tube. What? And, yeah. No. I kind of want to try it. Okay. No, you let me know how that goes. <laughs> Somehow it just sucks straight up into your bowels. Um, then you massage your stomach again and hold. So
0: it's like an enema. Yeah, basically. Oh, okay.
1: Basically. However, it gets more fun. Oh, so, once you can no longer hold it, you stand up and exhale slowly, and you expel the water, and stuff comes out. It's not clear water. Clear water goes in, not clear water not comes clear out. Not clear water comes out. <laughs> Just FYI. And then, I'm going to read this part to you because it's real fun. After much practice, the catheter will not be necessary, as you will be able to suck water into the bowel directly. Yep. But that is a very advanced stage, which may take years to perfect. So start now. So go home, (laughs) take a bath, and just try and suck some water in your butthole. (laughs) Good luck. Uh, Anyway. Ew. First you open the sphincter muscles with the fingers. Yeah, I'm not going to read the rest of this, but you can look it up. So that's fun. And also, a note in case you do want to practice this: it must not be done during cloudy, rainy, windy, or stormy weather.
0: Why? I don't know. Okay, that's I a weird no little side note. Yep. So sunny, sunny skies, sunny skies only, guys. When, Suck water through your butthole when on Sundays your only. Edema. Yep. Um, anyway,
1: so we have a couple quotes uh, from this text for you. <laughs> The
0: first? Wait, we, that was just all really weird stuff. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. stuff. So should we talk about it a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I need... We can't go straight into beautiful no. quotes. No. Okay. I need closure. I need closure. <laughs> okay.
1: How would you like to closure this?
0: Um, I don't know. You're the one who brought it in here. Give me closure. <laughs> How this I is closure what happens this? when you do research. This is why Anna does all the research. Yeah, because Katie finds weird stuff. Yeah,
1: but there's a lot of weird stuff out there. Yeah. Like a lot.
0: So let's just, okay, so that was from the Hatha Yoga Pradipika. Correct. And that was like the purification rituals. Correct. That we don't recommend You're that you right try. We're stunned right now. We're really like <laughs> unable to come up with words. We're just like, wow. It was weird. I don't like it. The, cloth, the cloth thing was the worst one. Yeah. Just it like, makes me think of like tapeworms. Yeah. Oh, God. And just like trying to get yeah. like a dry substance down your throat. Oh, God.
1: Ugh. And, guys, I know we sound like we're. this is a we're just giving you the facts. So- right. So, I, I hope that you don't think that we're like making fun of beliefs. Yeah, we're not making fun beliefs. of it. It's just so Strange. different from our experience
0: in life that, you know, we're. We're not trying to be insensitive. Correct. We're just surprised, just shocked shocked yeah
1: so anyway we'll leave you with a couple of quotes from the hatha yoga nope the hatha hatha Pradipika, pradipika yeah that thing the first is overeating exertion talkativeness adhering to rules being in the company of common people and unsteadiness <laughs> or wavering mind are the six causes which destroy yoga which sounds so common funny.
0: people yeah what
1: the hell is that okay i didn't say we were gonna leave you with a very, like, nice, happy quote.
0: Yeah. Again, this is an old text, Yeah. so Cast systems keep that were, in mind. Were real big back then. So I'll read one more quote from the Pradipika. Pashimottanasana is the best among asanas. By this asana, the pranic currents rise through sushumna. The digestive fire increases, the abdomen becomes flat, and the practitioner becomes free from diseases. Free. Wow, that's Free all it on. took. Yashmottanasana. Yeah. And if
1: you guys remember what sushumna is, that was one of the nadis that we talked about. It's the the main nadi that runs from the base of the spine to the crown of the head and passes through each of your chakra.
0: And if you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to the episode on energy and nadis. If you don't know what you're we're talking about, you clearly haven't been doing your homework. Ugh. and we're very disappointed we're in so you. So disappointed. We're not
1: angry. We love we're just you. disappointed. We're just disappointed, which is just as bad. Which is worse, man? God, yeah. I hate him when my parents pulled that shit, me too.
0: Actually, my parents were usually just like, "What's wrong with you?"
1: <laughs> they were just angry, always angry. Yep, they were mad.
0: Um, so yeah, that's it, you guys. Mm-hmm. Those are the main texts. Yep. How do you feel about those? Um, I feel like I knew or I know more now than when I went into this episode. Because yeah. at first I was like super overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, how am I going to do research on these old ancient right. and things that I don't understand? Yeah. And then like once I actually started doing the research, I was like, oh. Like they're not that hard to access or understand. Right. I'm sure if I actually like picked up the Vedas and tried to read them, that's like a whole other story. Oh, yeah. But reading other people, more more qualified people's notes on them, you know, yeah, then I can understand. Well, there's so many interpretations of these and translations
1: and analyzations done by, analyzation?
0: analysis, Analyses. 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 (laughs)
1: analyses. Done by uh, people that it's, you can get more out of, you know, you can actually look into those things without having to read the whole thing. Right. And learn a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I like, I'm inspired to read the Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. And I want to um, go through the sutras again. I'm, yeah. I want to get if into that. If you do
0: a teacher training, normally you have to read the Gita. That's like required reading. We didn't. Really?
1: Well, we didn't have any required. I I have it. Like, we were given a suggested book
0: list. Oh, really? But we weren't required. She's like, this is... Oh, wow. Your education is on you. And I'm like, I do not work that way. Wow. So... Yeah no I, yeah I need somebody to tell me like you have to yeah, read this exactly. otherwise I would have been like I'm not reading these six giant books right and I had so
1: many because of course before the teacher training I was like I'm gonna buy all of them because I love school right and then I read a total of none of them oh good job yeah I've used them as references yeah. I mean I would read um, the applicable parts but I never mm-hmm. I never
0: read any of them like yeah cover to cover read the Gita it's like a super digestible quick read and it's entertaining. Like yeah. it's not just information; it's an actual story. See, that is so. Maybe start take there. A long
1: time to read because I'm going to annotate that. Like, oh, allegories you're so like funny. that. Um, uh, have you have you ever read The Alchemist? Oh yeah, I love yeah. The Alchemist. It took me like a full year to read That's that such book. Such a little book. I know, but you should see my copy. Yeah. I mean, it's like covered in, in notes. Yeah, yeah, covered. I
0: should reread. Cover to cover covered. It's been a long time Me since too. I read that. It's a really good read. I
1: would like to I don't think I have it anymore, but I would love to like read the notes mm-hmm. that I wrote at the time and right. like also have notes that like it'd be cool to reread it now on a clean version and annotate and yeah. then read what I had already. Right. I, don't know, I think it'd be cool, but I don't think I'll be able to find it. Um anyway, <laughs> how does this fit in with your practice or why do you care about these texts?
0: If you do yoga, it's your history,
1: yes. This is your past, so it's good to know. And it also you might find something in here that resonates with you, yeah. So, if anything that we said today was like, Oh, I'd like to learn more about that, it will bring a whole nother dimension to your practice to learn about the background, totally. Totes. So, let's wrap it up because we talked about several,
0: yeah, that of was a these. lot of information, yes. yep. These like historical episodes are like a lot to digest. So thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. So we'll do our best to give you guys a little wrap up. Yes. So the first text we discussed was the Rig Veda. That is a collection of hymns focusing on the importance of ritual and also the oldest known written reference to the practice of yoga. Boom. Boom.
1: Upanishads. The Upanishads are the phil- philosophical outcome of the Vedas, scriptures explaining the non-dualistic nature of God, the concept that God can be found
0: everywhere in every little living thing. We are one. Meditation, meditation, meditation. Yep. Uh, and then the Bhagavad Gita, uh, again, an allegory containing Krishna's teachings for the three paths of yoga, bhakti, which is devotion, karma, service, and jnana, jana- jana? knowledge. The
1: sutras are a series of aphorisms that discuss how to overcome the mental obstacles to still the mind and achieve enlightenment. Meditation. (laughs) (coughs) Always
0: meditation. Always. The Hatha Yoga Pradipika, perhaps one of the most detailed manuals ever written on the practice of Hatha Yoga. It involves complete mastery of the physical and mental body through intense physical asana, weird cleansing and purifying (laughs) rituals. Woo, and that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening.
1: We're so proud of you. We're so proud. So effing proud. Sweet. So, if you liked what you heard or you want to know more, (laughs) please visit our website at WTFYogapodcast.com for show notes and our sources. Um, Also, check us out at our second home at On Bad Yogi at badyogi.com/slash/blog.
0: Email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at wtfyogapodcast at gmail.com. And And check out our blog every Thursday.
1: Every Thursday. Anna's uh, was up first. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and read about sound healing. And um, Katie's is up next. Yep, in just two days on Thursday. So I hope to see you then. I wrote about a dream that I had, so (laughs) it's weird. But, you know, whatever.
0: Okay. Okay, thanks for
1: listening. Bye. What the fuck? Hey, Hey guys. We hope you love what you hear on What the Fuck Yoga Podcast. If you do, please like and subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts.
0: Also, follow us on Facebook and the Gram, a.k.a. Instagram. Send us your burning questions or comments to WTFYogaPodcast at gmail.com.